How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. You can find a better answer wherever you listen to podcasts. The Custard TV Podcast, the official podcast of the website, thecustardtv.com. Hello, I'm Luke, editor and runner of that there site. Gary's in the London area. Hi. Hi. And Matt's <laughs> in the stereotypical north. Hail. <laughs> That's <laughs> never not funny, is it? <laughs> Before we go any further, just for, you know, for, for uh, let me just say hello to Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. How are you? Very well, thank you very much. Good. Thank you for asking. That's you're, all right. You're very well. Like it when, yeah, I don't well. like it when you two talk. What, because you're not involved? That's my friend. <laughs> we were talking We were talking on Skype long before you started on the on the <laughs> call. It's not a competition that's who's known Luke the longest. Well, that'd be you. Well, yeah, that's true. Has reminded Luke and I that it very soon is our fourth year anniversary of our opening podcast. Yeah. What what did we how on earth did we was it I don't know but it I can't remember with, what um, our first conversation was Janice. or how we Oh, no, I tell you what worries me more more than that is the fact that my longest serving relationship has been with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> me too. My um, my relationship with Danny Minogue has lasted longer but she's not aware of it. No, she is, trust me. Oh, is she? Oh, okay. Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. Talking telly. Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Cheryl Fernandez Pacini. Or as Gary has written here, Cheryl well, Cole. Because, she's, she's not with Mr. Fernandez the senior. Anymore. I know. No, she's not with Mr. She's not with Ashley Cole either. Good point. We, we That's a very, yeah. But did she get married to Fernandez the senior? Yeah. Yes, hence oh, okay. the surname. Oh, well, fair he's enough, got, he's, he's I, got I, another name though. That's not his full name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Cheryl Fernandez Vecini, Cheryl, as she's now known, she's like Cher and Madonna. She just goes by the she's one like name. She's like Cher with two more letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is confirmed she's leaving the X Factor. All we know about it is that Dermot's back, she's leaving, Louis in talks to do it, and uh, Simon's even floated the idea of Sharon Osbourne. They were the original trio of judges back in 2004 when it started. Yeah, I just think, I still think, just give it a rest for a year. What well, damage would it do? Is this going to be the last one, or not? Do we know? No, no three years. Three more three years. Three more years, oh God. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, just give it a break for a year. What damage will it do? Yeah, but really? what are they going to put on in its place? 
I don't care, Matt. I don't care. Nobody watches ITV anyway. Uh, speaking of things coming back, Miranda, Gary's favourite lady, will be returning for the Call the Midwife. Call the Midwife for you, Gary, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, be basically, it. what that means is, unless someone can do an edit of every scene that she's in, I won't be watching the Christmas special. Because can, if can, I watch... Unless they redact her, so it's just like a, a Absolutely. A black... you, know, you know, like, they can do edits on YouTube. You know, people put, you know, TV shows and they take certain characters out or they... No, they... I haven't heard No, 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 they, they, you know, like, you know, you know how you can edit video. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, unless someone is prepared to do that, I won't be watching the Christmas special. Because I don't need my Christmas day ruined by potentially watching... Well, no, it's not just the Christmas special. She's back for the whole next series. Well, then I won't be watching it. But can you explain to I you know everybody has their people they just don't click with but can you explain where your absolute hatred of Miranda comes from? Not really, it's irrational, but it's mine. So I, I you know, it's like people who are scared of spiders, they don't it's know like, why. I, they I, just I can, the only the only irrational hatred I have of someone that I can explain is Sting, where everybody in in at a certain point in the nineteen nineties like was gushing about how great Sting was and his new album. And I didn't get it. And since then, the three hundred. You didn't get his new album, or you didn't get why. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> nobody got. Nobody bought it for you. <laughs> I didn't get the whole idea of why he was so great. Wow, he was using African drums. Well, so did Paul Simon. You know, oh, he was into the environment. Well, so was David Bellamy. You know, it's like I didn't see anything. <laughs> so, you never thought you'd get a David Bellamy. Right? No, he's about the only seventies. He's about the seventies child presenter we can mention. Um, that was my favourite bit of the podcast all year. No, <laughs> I, I of the four years, in fact. thing which I can defend, but my rational hatred of Miranda is just irrational. Doesn't it make more sense to, to hate Bono rather than Sting? I've got no beef with Bono. Everyone else hates Bono, so I feel bad for him. I'm not oh, a populist. Bless. I'm your rebel. I'm your rebel. I, I think with... there's a couple of people who hate Sting for similar reasons to you. Yeah, but amongst my friendship group, <laughs> Sting became an icon, so therefore I rejected him. I need help. And finally, one of Gary and I's favourite crime dramas of all time, I will say, for myself. Yeah. That was a Top very ten, weird yeah. way of saying it. The Bridge, the Scandi drama, will return for a fourth series, or at least the writer wants it to return for a fourth series. But if it does, it will be the last. Yeah, I think I think that would be good. I think that takes it past the killing, doesn't it? Because the killing was only three. Well, would you like Would you like Martin to return? Yeah, I would. But I don't okay, think we'll... the actor will. From what I've read, maybe they'll do a Marcella but... crossover. <laughs> well, yes. oh. God, I hope not. We'll get to that first of all, though. <laughs> Gary must headeth west. This week in America, Twitter has won a contract to show Thursday night American football games in the US. Now, this is quite a prestigious thing. This is a bit similar to the Premier League uh, rights in America, in, in the UK. You know, the, the, the major networks will fight over these games. You know, there are Saturday games, Sunday, sorry, there are Sunday games, late games, Monday night games, and now Thursday night games. I mean, Twitter, this is the first sort of Farage, shall we say, that um, Twitter has had into this market. Is that Nigel? Nigel Farage, yeah, that's right. Um, mm. Do you think this could lead to Twitter becoming a player in, 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 in possibly television shows? I mean, I know Facebook, Facebook have kind of hinted that they might be interested in doing some stuff. I know there's links with um, MSN. Um, Can you imagine how long it would take to watch a show on Twitter? 
if they can only do it in like 135 characters. Well, I, character I assume, my reading of this is that they will buy it and then they will produce it and link it and it will link to a web page where you watch it. It won't be on Twitter. Oh, okay. It'll be, bought, you know, the, the company Twitter will promote it and run it and, I don't know, do, is, any thoughts? I don't know, I, I think it's one of these things we have to see in practice. Just reading it makes no sense why... No. Um, why would, but I just think, you know, you know what... after the, the, the bad success that uh, Yahoo had in getting involved in television, you know... with the, Yeah, nearly bankrupted the, them. And, and, yeah, pretty much, did, you know, sent them into a bad profit series. Do, do you think there will be these, these other social networking sites, you know, maybe Facebook or, or, I don't know, Instagram or whatever, might look to increase their market well, share by doing something I, like this? I mean, I think in the US, the Netflix and Hulu and Amazon have it sewn up. Yeah. And I think if anyone, some somebody might look at Yahoo's non-success and think, you know, let's not bother with this. Let's leave it out. And Netflix have the power to make more new shows, and they have the influence. Whereas, if you can't watch, if you don't have Twitter built into your TV, mm. then you still have to sit at your computer and watch a computer uh, football game. And I don't see the the pleasure in that. If you can't see it any other way, then it's a pleasure. But otherwise, I don't. I don't get it. Matt has gone. He he takes his headphones off oh, during Gary goes west. I oh, think. Fair enough. I'm here. I'm here. You, Where I'm, were you though? Heard sports, I, and I thought no. <laughs> well, no. I enjoyed I think, our conversation though, Gary. I, think, I enjoyed I think, it. I think we'll move on then. What's your most favourite Sting song? You must have a, no, no, one like, that you can... I don't can... like Sting at all. Well, Not even the police? sort of brand new day era that you really despised him? Was well, yeah, I suppose his solo work of uh, the, uh, the, uh, the mid-90s. So, what is solo work? police song? Not really. Don't Not forget, even one, Walking one on the I, Moon? Once I discovered my hatred, I, I retrospectively <laughs> destroyed all his back catalogue. What about <laughs> walking on the moon? That's a that's a pretty solid tune. Every breath you take. No, nothing special. What about the lyrical genius of do 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 da da? <laughs> well, of course that. No. Um, yeah. Uh, no, just it, it's over. Yeah. So every little thing he does is tragic. Absolutely. Ah. Yeah, that was. We can move on. Too, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Let's start with because we didn't yeah. skip over this last week because Luke hadn't seen it. For shame. <laughs> I, I suppose really what we should do is just to say that what happened was in the end, the rather rubbish police force ended up allowing I... Ivy to be captured by. Her I already love cap- this. I already love this. Previous captor, um, whose who name the was fa- the father out of Moonboy with a, not an Irish accent, which makes me wonder: is he actually Irish or not? Now, yes, he is, and they said his name throughout the whole drama, so it, it well, must be in there somewhere. I watched it a week and a half ago when we were supposed to. So I know it was oh. White, but what was his first name? I don't know. Mark. Mark. Mark, Mark White. Bit of a boring <laughs> name. I was thinking Mark Wright when you said. <laughs> uh, um, so yes, uh, and the idea was is that he took her and um, traded her for the young girl that he had captured in uh, in the Phoebe. shopping centre. 
Yeah, and and it was kind of rather stupid that the police would allow this thing to go down as it is. You know, he. Well, he, can I just he, stop you there, Gary? Go on, a there was a good article I don't know if you saw on Radio Times where it was just about how rubbish the police were in thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite think they were that rubbish. I just think it was slightly unrealistic for them to have allowed, you know. A, a previous captor to be put in that situation, but I, you know, for a point of television, it was it was perfectly fine. I felt the last episode probably could have been put out to two episodes. The storyline that was there of her being recaptured and mm. the mental torture and the way in which she escaped could have replaced some of the banality of episode four, um, well, um, which I don't think was needed. Marnie Dickens, the writer, she's gone on record to say that she wanted to leave it sort of an ambiguous ending. She didn't want to explain how uh, Ivy got out and what happened in the Mm. cell and stuff like that. If there was going to be a second series, I would have said what you would have had is just the house blowing up. And yeah, 14. I would have had just just the house blowing up and no idea who got out. I found it annoying that, you know, you had all that tension and all the, the house blowing up and things, and then she was just reunited credits. Mm. It was just yeah. kind of flat. Uh, that that and to I me think... is why this is a one-off series, rather than any idea they might come back to it, because they ended I... it and it, and it and it was resolved. And I stand by my comment that I made from my mouth on this podcast, which was, if Jodie Co- if they'd recast Jodie Comer... Mm. As as another, I wouldn't be interested in this really. I think she lifted it definitely. I, I felt like yeah. she's the one that's been uh, promoted best coming out of this. The writers did well. Uh, writer, none, we're not in America. Writer, sorry, the writer did well. Uh, she's got a couple I of projects lined up, hasn't I she? I don't think any of the other actors shined particularly. So, or I, Sean, Sean. Have shined. I think the other thing that we've all agreed is that this BBC Three, BBC Two experiment, oh god, pretty much hurt the show as well. That links us nicely to Murdered by My Father. Well, or, I haven't seen it, but you could. I. Oh, I think this is the problem with BBC Three. I just don't think about it now. Well, yeah. I've written I a, a quick don't. review of it on the website, but briefly, as the title would suggest, similar to Murdered by My Boyfriend in that it was sort of written based on <laughs> cases and things like that and experiences of this is called honor killings. Honor killing. Honor killings. In this case, a, a father played by Adil Akhtar who we know from Utopia and... Still a really good actor. Yeah, River, and recently he was in The Night Manager, I believe, as well. He He, he plays a a widower who has to care for his his, uh, teenage daughter and slightly younger son. And basically, before his wife died, she matched the daughter up with uh, another lad who the daughter is now interested in a separate boy who's a bit of a rebel... And as the story goes on, their romance goes on, but it's sort of forbidden because she's promised to another. And when the relationship comes out, the father, basically, Adil Akhtar character, is disgraced in the you know the local Muslim community. It ends, basically, as the title would suggest, with uh, Adil Akhtar murdering the daughter, uh, which is the most, obviously, the most impactful scene. And then after that, it ends with him basically trying to commit suicide himself because he realises what he's done. This, I don't think, was as powerful as Murdered by My Boyfriend, personally. It did shine a light on um, a certain aspect of society, of a culture, 
that we wouldn't previously been aware of in sort of a very memorable way. Adil Akhtar was very good, as was the girl who played the daughter, whose name escapes me. One thing that I had an issue with was the fact that the relationship between the daughter and the new fella wasn't given as much time as I think it would have needed to explain why she basically went against her family to be with this guy. Yeah, you need, a, pro- you need yeah. a proper love story, yeah. don't you? And I don't think that had this had that, in my opinion. It's just not on my radar, no. really. It's really not. And also, I don't even know like what's even coming up on BBC3. I couldn't tell you... You know, whether something else is taking 13 space, I don't know. It seems like they've done this, but they haven't planned it out at all. It it feels like it's kind of been half done. It's like they're still trying to release a schedule, even though they're an online... Well, they're not, though. I don't know anywhere to find a schedule. No. No. Well, there isn't a schedule. It's just like, we're dropping this at this time sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, but to me, that's like a schedule. So, I mean, it's like... But it's meant they're trying to model themselves more on Netflix, aren't they? And they don't. Have yeah, a but share. even Netflix, we know when things no, yeah. are coming. So they need to tell you. But this then, is coming. but then, unlike, un, unlike the the best way of doing Netflix, they're not releasing it all in one go. They're releasing it. Week they have been with some things, out oh. with the comedies and stuff. Yeah, and I think that's better. Did I they think, with I flat TV? Free. Did that all get dropped in one? Yeah, I think so. Just dropped on his face. Should we get Marcella out of the way? So this was the first English language series written by Hans Ronsfeld. Marcella <laughs> is a crime drama starring Anna Friel as the titular sort of semi-retired detective who's been on a um, sabbatical of uh, so about 10 years since her uh, yeah. second child was born. Uh, we come into it, uh, her husband's basically said, I don't love you anymore. In fact, I don't really blame him because she is a bit of a nightmare. After that, uh, she gets a visit from a policeman who has found there's this case she was working on before. It looks like it's started again. There's a new a killer who's killing like he was before. Basically, it's from darkness again. I don't know. <laughs> it is. And do you remember how angry I got when Gary loved from darkness? Gary, so I, let's go Gary. to Gary. I didn't love this, but I did like it enough that I'll be watching next week. There were lots of missed opportunities. I suppose one of the things that I will say is that Anna Friel's character has some sort of mental condition that means that she loses memory of events. Is that is that accurate? I think that's my understanding. Uh, whatever it is, you've got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't wake up in the bath with blood on my face. Is that because you have a shower? Yeah, that's because I have a shower. Well done. Somebody sent me a direct message, and I don't know whether it's because they didn't want to say it on uh, on Twitter itself, but they called Anna Friel's character a little version of Saga. Yeah, and, and, and in some senses I can understand. Sure, surely that. it should have been uh, Neto giving it the Danish <laughs> connection. <laughs> or Aldi. There were a series of missed opportunities. I think when that police officer came round to see Anna Friel's character, you had a real opportunity for them to describe and discuss and explain why she left the police force and a bit more about the case. Which <laughs> describe I felt... and discuss and explain. No, I but love I felt, that. Do you know what I mean? I felt like there was an yeah. opportunity there to show to tell the audience what had happened in the past without you having to go, you know. Do back do a backstory or a back, or a flashback. This was slightly style over substance. The music slightly. and yeah, well that's what music I'm saying. Music was horrendous. The, yeah, the, the, the music and the, the was 
rubbish. The bits where she's having the flashback, you know, the kind of ideas of memory loss, just didn't need to be there. Um, also, also, I think it was very touch of cloth in places. It was very please cliche. Yeah, to what I would an say inch is, of its life. you would not have an idea that this was from the guy who done the Brit or a Nordy well, Noir guy. Was... Apart from the fact that you get the other stories away from Martell yeah. doing the yeah, thing. and you, you know they're all going to link up. Yeah, you get well, the stuff you, with her you husband. Say, you say that her husband's storyline is linked to her. The one yeah, that yeah. you have no idea about the is cool the cool girl. The... Oh, yeah, well the. Cam- girl, it? Yeah. I loved all three series of The Bridge. Matt mm-hmm. saw the first two, wasn't mad on the second one and didn't really go much further with the third, but we all loved the first. Yeah. So why why didn't we love this from the same brain? I, 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 I feel like there's nobody in it besides Anna Frill, and she's not a top-notch actress. I think she's people, good, but yeah. she's not great. There's no subtlety to it. All the performances are sort of scenery-chewing... Is it Sinead Cusack as the boss mm. of the puzzle? Yeah, she goes awful. way over the top. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he, he felt like a character. I'm disappointed in is it Maeve Demody who was in? Yes, and my favourite thing in, from from and, and there there were none. She's my just sort of wasted thing. in this as a sort of secondary character. As I said to you on Twitter, there's no sort of if if Marcello is Saga Norin, there's no Martin Rowe character here. No, there's no, 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 there's no, no one to act as the audience's proxy. That was what Martin Rowe was. He was like. Yeah. I'm meeting this girl for the first time, as you are. But well, that's he, what I'm saying. Lovely... I felt there was missed opportunities by the writing. and, and that to, We've got to Johnny Vegas in to play him. I will give the second Scott. episode a go, because I think there's a story. I will as well, yeah. Worth saying, I will. Worth oh, will you? That surprises me, Matt. I think Matt, so. Because... I might do. I don't know. <laughs> that was committal and the non-committal right in the <laughs> same... No, I'll, I'll give it... I can watch it now, can't I? You can, yeah. I might watch it now while you're talking... You... <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. It's not. We're not doing Gary Goes West again. No, you're all right. And the other disappointment with this is, I really wanted to mm. like it. You know, it's eight episodes, like the first Broadchurch was. Anna Friel is not terrible. I wanted to like it, but I just couldn't. I do apologise. It's nice, though, that. <laughs> Are you playing the xylophone? No, 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 someone's <laughs> calling me, but I'm just... I'm just... Well, answer, answer it, you can't ignore... The Custard TV Podcast will return when Gary has answered his phone call. In the meantime, please continue to hold. Your ears are very important to us, but so is Gary's phone call. We will be back with you shortly. Let's, let's, let's leave the dirt of Marcella behind us as we wash it off. Not in, not covered in blood like her. Yeah. Uh, can, we, and, can we just talk? Can we and, just and go and back a bit? Because one thing I wanted to, to say is what's going to make me watch next week was that <laughs> scene at the end. He's kind of like you're like, hoping for more butt but scenes. No, no. I'm saying that that final scene made me think. Okay, maybe there's something here. 
Can I go back just briefly? Because it's a real niggle of mine. Yeah, the first scene, I know you know, the first scene where she's coming in, blah, 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 and then we flash back. Does that not bother anyone else? Is it not somebody saying, we know this might look a bit boring, so we'll show you the fir- the bit that's interesting first, and then we'll go back so that people know that that's coming and to stay tuned for it. But if that's the, if that's the most interesting <laughs> bit, then... Because it's just some woman covered in blood getting out of a bath. It's not like a... It's not like a <laughs> You sound like you see that. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No but it's not like a massive stunt, say, I remember with the driver. You, you know, you had yeah. that big set piece. Yeah. And I think, was from there to here, did that start with the bomb? Uh... No, it didn't. In fairness to it, oh, okay. it didn't. That's the only thing I will say in different. Yeah, there, there <laughs> are other examples. That I, I mean, the driver is because I think you wrote an article. Prey. Prey, Prey did it as well. Yeah, both series of Prey. It I just mean, annoys but me. But in those in those cases, it was a big sort of stunt, wasn't it? It was a big sort of yeah. set piece. This, but all the this, time you're just waiting for it to be covered but, in blood in a bath, aren't but this, you? But this was this sort of bookended the episode, didn't it? So it was like a flashback at the beginning and a flashback at the end. So it's almost like two timelines. So I'm not sure. Noise me. Yeah. And, but, and also, you know, they they kept giving you the hint that you might see a bit of a bit of boob. Bit of boob. <laughs> bit of boob. With the court, the the webcam girl as that, well when she was in bed with the woman, and it's like we're just we're just going to turn, way, we're weird. turning, she's turning, she's turning, edit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Last two editors. <laughs> Undercover. Uh, this is the oh, this was, oh, <laughs> this was the Boy, new that I didn't expect from Peter Moffat of Silk and uh, the Village and the Village other things he did. Criminal uh, Justice, Criminal Justice, new drama stars Sophie Okanedo as Maya, who at the beginning of the episode is uh, campaigning for death row. Inmate President Palmer from 20. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna say President Palmer, aren't you? Uh, to basically not be killed. Well, I think of it. How far did Gary get with 24? Series 6. <laughs> Very bizarre. <laughs> okay, carry on. Sorry. Series uh, 6. I didn't, I didn't have Sky after Series 6, so and I the, fir- the, the first episode sort of split in half, the first half dealing with. Uh, Maya trying to get justice for President Palmer and <laughs> failing. Uh, he gets 
he's not David Ayrwood. Oh, whatever. <laughs> God, that's an <laughs> David, awful David thing Ayrwood to say. David was in The Night joke. Manager and in... Um, Homeland. She thinks he died and then there's a problem with the lethal injection and she basically tries to campaign for not be killed. of the execution. Say, to, say of execution. And then the second half sort of goes to Adrian Lester, who plays her husband, who by all intents and purposes we see is just like a loving husband to their three children. One has, I'm guessing, autism, the boy. Yeah, certainly. It certainly seemed to. He, he has trouble yeah. processing certain things that happen. And then these strange things keep happening. It looks like he's being followed, and it turns out that he is, as the title would suggest, undercover. Undercover. He's a, He's a police officer, and he's been. He was sent in originally to maybe um, investigate her because she's always been like a civil rights campaigner. I'm guessing they ended up falling in love. They haven't made that clear how the relationship came to be, but we're getting sort of flashbacks to 1996, I believe it is, when another sort of prominent uh, black activist was killed. There's also something about her applying to be the first uh, black... Director of Public Prosecution. That one. Um, and that plays throughout. Uh, just quickly, I th- I really enjoyed this. The performances were good. I liked the sort of intrigue of the story. I honestly think the trailers that they showed on the BBC ruined it a bit because I think the revelation that he was undercover was well done. They put that in the trailer straight away. They show, like... I'm married to the woman I'm investigating. That's that's in the trailer, and I think yeah, I, I don't agree with that at all. But generally, intriguing, interesting, deals with like issues of race, which I, something Moffat hasn't really done before. You know, Silk well, was the all BBC about, hasn't really yeah, done Silk, before. Silk was honest. all about being a woman in a, like a man's world or a working class woman mainly in a man's in a, in a, in a this man's is all world, about being a black and in an upper class world yeah, as well. And this is uh, the. Uh, Similar. I didn't like this. Um, I felt that there were long gaps without dialogue, which I found confusing. Uh, (laughs) I felt there were... What, that's only like Gary Goes West. No, no, but... There were were various scenes where they were using visuals when words would have been better. I did not... But you weren't watching it. Yeah, 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 and it wasn't on mute. I didn't like the scene where she had a, I assume, some sort of epileptic fit. No, I agree, that was a bit. Because it was never then, it was then never explained or never discussed, so therefore to me it was like, what the hell was that about? I don't know, I just, there were just bits of it that I just thought, I don't know, I didn't believe the family home life dynamic either. This idea that the mother spends so much time away and what the dad does. I, I I think I the only part which I thought yes was as, as I think as Matt said was the undercover part you know and uh, you were led to think oh why is he taking his wedding well, off you, before he goes in somewhere you by all of the stuff with you know the the, the execution and stuff because really. I thought that was I thought that was all really well done all of that I, I wasn't gripped by it the... I suppose no I wasn't gripped by it Luke, fact... you don't have to like it I mean I enjoyed it for the most part there were I mean I I agree about the epileptic. I can't, even re- I can't even remember that, I have to say. Well, you like, may have had one yourself drives, doing she it. She drives off into the desert after... I, I do mm. now remember it, now you're saying it. It's, yeah. It, mm. but it to was, me, it kind of ruined my enjoyment. They, they made the, it was quite a long scene, and they made it seem like this is an important thing for you to remember, and then, as Gary said, mm. they didn't discuss it again. It's probably got something to do with what happened in the 1996 scenes. You preferred like, Marcello to this. 
Um, did I prefer Marcello? I'll watch Marcello again. I'm not going to say I preferred it, but I'm going to watch Marcello over. You're not going to watch this again? I don't think so, no. Oh. I don't think that... Even... I'm surprised. Even with the pedigree of Peter Moffat? That's possibly the only reason I would continue watching is how good he is. I didn't like Adrian Lester. I, I didn't like him in Spooks. Oh, I loved her. Adrian. I, I thought... Uh, well, I, I, uh, you didn't like him in Spooks? You hated him in Spooks? I didn't well, like in him this. in Spooks. Sorry, not... I, well, he I, was I, never in Spooks. No, sorry. I mean... Um, <laughs> Hustle. Hustle. Uh, Hustle. No, I didn't like him in Hustle. So that kid did kind of um, cloud my judgment. I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. think maybe the problem people had with it, and, and some people did, was that it was on on Sunday, and Sunday's been big drama night, and I don't think this was another big... I think it was a really good drama, yeah, really well done. Yeah, because the night manager, haven't we? But like, I don't think this is one you get no. your family together, you sit down and get gripped by, but I think it was really, really good. And I'm saddened, actually, that all the press coverage from all the papers don't say anything about how good it is. They just go on about, it's a black car, so it's a completely black car. It's a black... You know, I, if we're I not did, moved I mean, on... I, a, I read a, those articles, and like you, I was like, wide. It's not important, you know... No. It was a totally white cast in thirteen, but that didn't I didn't think of that until we're comparing it. Hmm. I didn't I didn't but, need to, to think about it. from that. the family I, liaison officer. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. But you know but the, okay. <laughs> Thank and, you, and, Matt, and, you and, little and, genius. And, and the dog walker is white in, in this. So I mean, you and know Phil Phil Davis was in this. Well exactly. Now again again his character was like I would like to see more of him. I don't think he's of, in the rest of, ju- judging no. from the press notes. He's no, not yeah. listed as a main character. He's obviously just a Stephen Or, or uh, Mark Bonner's coming into it, though, isn't he? Yeah. I think. yeah, my assumption is that it's going to be something we enjoy, something we like, but I think when we get to December, November, we won't have remembered it, and it's a real shame. Yeah, I, will I, but it, I, think... I will give it another week. Right, let's give it another week. Well, something <laughs> that I know we all enjoyed was the second episode of Lion of Duty. Um, yeah, I didn't I, just I, enjoy I know, like, it, I screamed. It ourselves. After last week saying, oh no, Danny Mays has to come back, he's not dying, yeah. they haven't killed him off, he's yeah. dead. And then going, and well then I'd Keely like Hors. to see Keely Hawes back. Keely Hawes was in it, and then she was. Because I obviously edited that podcast, and and had seen the second line of duty by the time I came to cut it all together, and I was like, I can't cut all this out, but we sound like complete idiots. Because no we're going, <laughs> well, there's no chance of Cutie Hawes coming back, and of course Daniel Mays will be coming back. He's probably going to be in a coma. No, I, think, and... I think what we, what we certainly, my opinion was, it would be good for the series if Daniel Mays wasn't dead. And then I think we said, it would be good in the next series if they could bring back Cutie Yeah, Hors. yeah, we did say it the next we series. Didn't, yeah. We didn't envisage it being such a big surprise. Well, if this there's is... anyone who is the main character now, then it is uh, Arshir Ali is sort of taking yeah. over that role. He's the being manipulated by do we is it Craig Parkinson on the other it's end Craig of the Parkinson phone? on the other end of the phone yeah yeah so he used he... to send me little messages yeah. on the side <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore um, but, uh... but basically we got we got back to the fact that Craig Parkinson's character Dot is a nasty piece of work he uh, the caddy burnt the um, like list of names the that, kill list that Danny is it a kill list I don't know. Well, he killed one person. Oh, I, I don't yeah. know what the kind of... Well, there, there was the person who... Uh, the, the witness at the start of Series 2, who Keely Hawes was charged with killing, as were the two men that Danny Mays killed in Episode 1. We don't know what significance this list has, but obviously uh, Doc doesn't want it to get out. We also know there's some connection with, like, a football team. 
that mm. um, these two men were part of. What I would say about this series of Line of Duty is I don't because I was going to recommend this to my sister and her fiance who haven't seen initially who hadn't seen the first two because normally it doesn't matter. What's going I on? think if you is that Gary? Gary's in the kitchen doing a oh, bit of stitching. Sorry. I think. I'm just putting the kid on. Is that all right? No. The Custard TV Podcast will return when Gary has put his dinner in the oven. In the meantime, please hold. Gary needs feeding several times a day. Please bear with us and we will be back with you shortly. And also, even for me, who was such... Well, we all were huge fans of Series 2 and huge fans of Keeley. It did take me a minute when my parents were there asking, well, can you just remind me, you know, what was Keeley in prison for? What, blah, blah. And yeah. it does take you. It does take the brain a bit of time to go, well... Now, now we I understand sh- this why. Sh- we should now... have got this. Why they, were, why they repeated it. They didn't repeat the first series, they repeated the second. But now and it we was know because, why. Because they wanted people to see it. They wanted people to know about Keeley. And somebody else said on Twitter, I think it was Debs, there is obviously a reason why they commissioned three and four together. Mm. So I reckon there's going to be some overlap in four as well. Yeah. And another question I have that somebody asked me on Twitter was, the Line of Duty 3 is kind of doing what Broadchurch 2 did with the trial, but we're finding it so much more compelling. Uh, and I, why I is that? Broadchurch 2 did also have a concurrent storyline of, of... Not really. No, it did. It had him <laughs> protecting um, the, the the woman from the previous well, it, from yeah. the previous case. I mean, it, it'd be unfair to say they just... Don't these two cases are more connected in that the name of yeah. who Keely Hawes mm. is charged with killing... He's oh, on the yeah. list that Danny Mays wrote. I think this is going to get more complicated before it gets easier to follow again. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You've just really got to pay attention to what's going on on the mm. screen. You've got to know names. You've got to put faces to those names. and You've got to keep your wits mm. about you because it will go on without you if this, you don't. This is the type of show that would be very good if they could actually find a way to show all the episodes in one go or to uh, do it you know, Well, I like disagree that. with that. But, I think it's yeah. good to have We need a week to, to discuss it, it well, I think. There's that, I suppose. Yeah. Can we talk about our personal reactions to Keely coming in? Because it was one thing that I, of all the things that I was expecting or not expecting, I think Line of Duty, we should know by now, is one of those shows that you can never rule anything out. It wouldn't surprise me if Daniel Mays pops up again, because you could just <laughs> never rule anything out. But I was so surprised, I literally went, oh, God! I did, you know, in... When they were sort of building it up, and then they did that, Steve, you're going to have to see her again. And then they did that. It was almost like a Hannibal Lecter oh, thing, wasn't it? It was yeah. so it was like, friggin' and I, just, and I just went, yes. Like, yes. I know. Yes, she's <laughs> yes. back. I had uh, not watched it on Thursday and opened Twitter, so I found out before I <laughs> watched it. So... You need to watch this show live yeah, if there's uh, ever a reason. I've said that, that there are some shows that need to be watched live mm. and this is now one of these ones. I, also, I know Keely Hawes lies for a living. That's what every actor and actresses do. But I've been in her presence several times when she's been asked about coming back to Line of Duty and she is one of the best actresses around because she you would not know. Can I just say as well with Line of Duty... Um, 
I just think Keely Hall, I was thinking, you know, why was it we loved Keely Hall's character so much, and then you cut to a scene where she's in her prison cell, practicing her next line of, it was just gripping, absolutely And and, and actually her, her testimony was great, because you knew she was lying, yet you actually started to believe what she said. But I do hope there's just as much, I, think, I hope there's equal focus yeah. between what's going on with the Daniel Mays lot and Keely Hall's character. I hope so. Arshim Ali, I think, is a decent actor, and I, I liked him in, we liked him in The Missing. We didn't like the character, but that was part No, but we could his, see yeah. his, and you know, the charm. And also in that, was it Complicit with David Oluoyu? Um, You're right, Matt. <laughs> so it's interesting that they're focusing on him because he was like the quieter one. But as it, as we've gone on, it looks like he's more sinister than we first imagined. Yeah. Obviously, his, his strings are being pulled by Dot as well. So we'll I would go. like to see more of Martin Compton's girlfriend as well. But that's that's a more of a personal thing. Yeah. Uh, should we end then? <laughs> unless anyone saw Sex Box. No. No. People next door. <laughs> Which Yay! Luke's, Luke's pick of the week was from Ben Shannonhan, who wrote Blackout and Cyber. Who's your nan? Shannon. C H A C H A N A N. Charles. Stop it. <laughs> His previous two, those two things, uh, have a lot in common with the people next door, in so much as they di- they sort of are part factual, part. Uh, you Not. know, drama in Cyberbully. That was Maisie Williams on her own in a room with a computer. This was a couple played by Carl Davis and I can't remember the actress's name. Luke's got it there. Oh, I did have. Um, bear with me, Joanna. Ho- Joanna, somebody. Horton. Bear with Horton. Me. Joanna Horton. She's from a film called Fish Tank. They moved into this house at the beginning, then almost instantly. They could hear the people next door because they were loud, they were a bit chavvy. And as it went on, she was paranoid that they were keeping their youngest child locked up. She thought she could hear smacking. Mm. They set up cameras in, uh, firstly, sort of CCTV cameras and stuff like that. And then they took a camera into the neighbour's house, like a nanny cam, which was in a teddy bear, I believe. The whole thing was done like as a found footage, so... All the the footage of uh, the couple who, uh, you know, Carl Davis and uh, Joanna Horton's characters Mm. was on film. And then you saw it was sort of flash back and forward to like a police interview. All the police interview was done on like the camera. I really enjoyed this. I just, I again... It was uh, disturbing. Yeah, it was like a horror. It was like uh, another critic, I believe, described it as a bit like paranormal activity. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but... You did have no, that sort of psychological she... thing. Is like, is she imagining this? Is well, is... no. You you start to think, well, obviously it's happening, and then you think, well, is it paranoia? Yeah. And you think, no, it's happening. No, it's mm. paranoia. Yeah. It's it shines a light on you because you think, well, what would you do in that situation? Yeah. The fact that it's all uh, filmed in the way you say gives it an amazing realistic feel yeah, that that's... you have to remind yourself almost throughout that it is a piece of drama not a documentary but the one criticism i have mm-hmm. is that there are bits of it that if you were filming on a phone or whatever you wouldn't film but i suppose that's for the sake of the yeah, the, for the drama that yeah you just we wouldn't film well, conversations i think, the, la- I, you think the, I mean i love the last scene the sort of final revelation <laughs> but at the, same, at the same time 
the fact that they had a, just happened to have a camera filming as they were being shown yeah. around the house was a bit of a stretch. That is nitpickery for nitpickery's sake, because it was really, is really... Is it Ian Hollyoaks? Oh, it's Nick Pickard. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh it was really, really, really good. Fantastic. Pick of the week. Go on, Gary. You haven't said anything for a while. Pick of the week. I've just got the document open. Is the five uh, on Sky One? It's next Friday, but I'm, I'm using it now. Uh, this is written <laughs> by one of my favourite authors, Harlan Coben, an American sort of American writer, uh, and it's it's a gripping drama following four lifelong friends who are forced to reveal a tra- revisit a tragedy from their past. I don't know too much more about it, but I am quite looking forward to it. I think mine and yours will be the same, will it not? Yeah, you do it for me. Scott and Bailey. You, yeah. uh, I thought you were going to pick this. Scott and Bailey, uh, which is the fourth series. Fourth series? Fifth. Fifth, fifth. series of... The document, fifth. With um, fifth. Saran Jones, Leslie Sharp. You know, you know the score by now. This is a sort of slightly different in that it's uh, three episodes all focusing on the same case. Uh, we just love this show, everything about it, um, and I believe Luke's done an interview with the writer. One more quick one as well, uh, which, uh, just to highlight it, because I'm going to try and watch it again, because I didn't get very far when watching it online, and that's uh, You're the Worst, which starts tomorrow night on Five Star. Yes. It's probably the final series that's gotten Bailey, but do you think this is the one we could make Gary watch? I don't... Yeah, I think so, because... This, there's one case. I don't think you need to know that much about the characters to, if anything, if anything, to to get into it. And it's, I think, it, it's a case that you'd, it, you, it's something that you'd get you, into. I will do it. Yeah. So, you, you have you have bigged this show up for years. I will do it. Nine o'clock and, Wednesday. And you, you so. sort of, you've developed a sort of uh, liking for Saran Jones's acting since Doctor Foster as well. And I yeah. think that's what a lot of people are going to gravitate towards this more than possibly before. Because now Saran mm. Jones, I think, is a bigger star off the back of Dr. Foster. And, oh, here she is in this other thing. I haven't seen that it That people actually love. Yeah. yeah. But, and, I mean, what's it up against in, in Wednesday night? What's on BBC? Got, like, Secret Britain or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay, so there's not it's anything so. it's massive. It's Wednesday tonight. Yeah. What's on tonight? Yeah, Secret Britain. But, yeah, you're quite right. Yeah. Okay, so that is that. So let's just run through them again. The five on Friday, Sky One. That's next Friday, not this Friday, depending on which Friday you're listening to this. Uh, Wednesday, Matt and I uh, agree that nine o'clock, Scott and Bailey, ITV. It's the first ITV drama we will big up uh, this year. Outside of Endeavour. I knew I nearly (laughs) said it before you. You arse. Okay. Plus, I okay. quite like my grey, so... Gary, anything, anything to end the show this You week? need to have a new ending if we're yeah. not doing the no, quiz no, I, I'll come up with it. Uh, I was going to look to see if there were any more, um, any more shout-outs, but... I don't don't think. make don't me think... bring back the singing. I don't think there's any more shout-outs. There's 186, so if I look at this, will it do it, do it in sort of order or not? Well, no. it tells... Because I'm an admin, it tells me when someone's uh, like okay. on the page. If you'd in. like a big up... Or a shout out, uh, <laughs> or a big gulp. See, see how I if did you'd that. like a big up, <laughs> or a shout out, then you can join our Facebook group. Facebook.com/slash The Custard TV. The Custard TV. Don't sorry, forget the the. It's very important. You know how we can end this, Gary? Right. The hard drive. Oh yeah. Yes. Let's, let's get a hard drive update, ladies. Fifty-nine <laughs> percent. I never know if that's full or empty. 59% used, so there is 41% available. 
Can you also explain your name? <laughs> and, and, and at some point, I, at some point I could put my hard drive on a floppy disk, if you want. <laughs> no? Okay. This is better than any sex box. Oh god, I always end up feeling so sick after we've done this podcast back next week. Thank you very much for listening. We have been your telly obsessive. Thank you. Good night. Here we bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.